Welcome to What the Wealth, a financial planning and investment podcast for professionals and families to help you navigate life's financial transitions. Jonathan's mission is to facilitate the ability for you to plan for and create the life you love, free from anxiety about money. And now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Jonathan Bedner. Hi. Welcome to the What the Wealth podcast. My name is Jonathan Bedner. I'm a certified financial planner and co-owner of Paradigm Wealth Partners in Knoxville, Tennessee. I um, wanted to talk a little bit about a article I came across today about the 10 things you should know about the 2021 stimulus package. So this came out from Hartford Funds just a few days ago, actually, on April 6th, so not not too long ago, but I think these are 10 things that you should be important to know that was actually signed into law, the, the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan, which was signed into law on March 11th. And there's there again, there's 10 key points I think you should know. What I will also do is put a copy of this Hartford Fund's PDF. It's just two pages. So it's really, really simple, broken down into bullet forms or bullet points into the show notes. So you have that, you can easily see it. I thought it was really, really interesting. Uh, And I think that maybe you could gain some insight from it too, and and see if anything applies to your particular uh, situation or anything that you need to do to maybe improve your financial plan. So I'm going to run through these and Yeah. So here we go. So the the 10 things that you should know about the 2021 stimulus package. So first it's priming the pump. Economists think the federal rescue package could spur up to 8% GDP growth this year and bring nearly full employment by the fall of 2022. I think that there is a lot of pent up demand in the market and the economy right now. And I think a lot of people had some of that pent-up demand last year, and they found ways to to maybe scratch some of that itch. Um, You know, if you had to cancel your vacation, maybe you went and bought a boat instead or put in a pool or who knows what. Other people just saved the money. The actual savings rate, I don't have this figure in, in front of me right now, but the savings rate over the last one year has skyrocketed. And so you've got a lot of people that have cash in their savings accounts and they are itching to go out of the country for a vacation to go back to Disney world. I had to say it, you all know that I'm a Disney fan. So I do think that you're going to see probably a, a big surge or big spur in GDP growth. Hartford thinks it's eight, 8%, but I do think you're going to see a big boom there. Uh, and that coupled with that demand could also bring more employment. So uh, again, Hartford thinks by the fall of 2022. Point number two, so cash to the rescue. So it's estimated that 89% of all U.S. taxpayers will qualify for stimulus checks. Now, I'm not going to go into who qualifies for the stimulus checks. If you want to see this, you'll see this on the PDF. You'll see that in the show notes. It is a small table on AGI, if you're single, if you're married, filing jointly, if you're head of household and what your payment would be. And so I think that that's really kind of a good table. Most people have probably already received some of their stimulus. There's maybe others that haven't fully received it, but um, everyone should be receiving it uh, over the next couple of weeks to month if you haven't already. So 
you know, again, it's, it's expected that, you know, roughly 89% of you, all U.S. taxpayers will qualify for stimulus checks. So uh, be looking for those direct deposits in your bank account or physical checks mailed to you. Point number three, so extra help for parents. There, there's an existing child tax credit of 2000 per child up to age 16. And this is going to be expanded to $3,600 for every child under the age of six and 3000 for children up to the age of 17. So this credit is fully refundable. So parents with little or no income will get a full credit. Families with up to 200000 in adjusted gross income or AGI can face eligibility limits. So if you earn more than $200,000, you're not going to get these uh, child tax credits. If you earn up to 200000 then you can get phased out of, of receiving, but you may receive something. And for those that may have lower incomes, you're going to get a fully refundable tax credit of $3,600 for every child under the age of six and $3,000 for children up to the age of 17. That's 3000 for every child up to the age of 17. Number four, unemployment aid extended. So the CARES Act, which was packed, passed in March of 2020, was a, two, a $2 trillion package, and that provided for $600 a month in additional supplemental unemployment benefits designed to boost what individual states also provided. By 2020, August 2020, the supplemental was reduced to $300 a month. So uh, from March through the end of July, uh, it was 600 by August of last year, it got reduced to $300 a month. The new plan that was, you know, just signed in law March 11th, signed into law March 11th of 2021, extends those $300 per month payments through September 6th of 2021. And there is an exemption that's subject to income limits. So, uh, you know, you may get phased out here depending on what your income limits are. So, you know, what, what you're seeing here is continued investment in people that are struggling to find jobs and they're, the uh, government is going to stand federal unemployment aid for $300 a month for people through the end of or through September 6, 2021. Point number five, safe in your home. Renters facing pandemic-related evictions or utility shutoffs will receive $25 billion in emergency rental assistance and $5 billion for utility assistance. So priority relief will begin to low-income families that have been unemployed for three months or more, and another $10 billion will be earmarked for homeowners struggling with mortgage payments. So if you've been unemployed or you've been struggling with your mortgage payments, then there's going to be about $25 billion in assistance for, for those rent and mortgage payments. And there'll be, it looks like $5 billion for utility payments. Number six, expansion of the Affordable Care Act. So the subsidies that help pay for health insurance policies under the Affordable Care Act are being significantly expanded. One of the major changes is the removal of the subsidy cliff that denied assistance to people who earned too much money. The expansion also subsidizes COBRA 100% for people who lose health insurance due to layoffs or reduced hours between April 1st and September 30th, 2021. So what this did is, I, for, I don't know the exact number, but I think it's in high 40s, low 50s. And once you exceed that, then you don't get any more subsidy to help purchase Affordable Care Act. But if you were under that income threshold, 
then you still had um, that subsidy to help pay for that health insurance. So it looks like what's happening is that subsidy cliff is getting pushed back some, so it's going to be expanded. So, you know, people earning you know more money are going to be able to get some of that subsidy to help pay for their health insurance. Point number seven, this is know your cooking. Restaurants, small businesses, and nonprofits forced to close or reduce operations during the pandemic have access to an additional $7.25 billion for the, from the Paycheck Protection Program. Uh, these small business administrations loans can be forgiven at, if at least 60% of the money is used to support payroll expenses. You've seen a lot of companies use this Paycheck Protection Program to keep employees employed and keep them paying so that they can keep supporting their families and paying their bills and their expenses. And it looks like you're going to see now some specific companies, maybe not everyone, some of these specific companies, restaurants, small businesses, and nonprofits get an additional up to $7.25 billion to help, help pay for those obligations. Point number eight, back to school. So approximately $122.8 billion will be used to fund the elementary and secondary school emergency relief fund. This was previously established through the CARES Act. The new funds will be distributed by states, which in turn will require school districts to address lost learning time, establish comprehensive after-school and summer enrichment programs, and much, much more. So what you're seeing with this is, uh, again, about $122 billion, almost $123 billion um, given directly to elementary and secondary schools so that they can establish these programs so that kids can get back in, continue learning, and, and try to catch up for some of that lost time. Number nine, a booster shot for governors and mayors. State and local governments and Native American tribes are in line to receive up to $350 billion to help shore up lost revenue. According to Fitch Ratings Incorporated, a major municipal bond rating service, the added relief could have a positive impact on credit quality, helping government address postponed capital improvement needs or become less dependent on reserves. So there's going to be $350 billion given to governors and mayors and some Native American tribes just to help shore up some of their obligations, help provide, uh, sounds like capital improvements, which may be for infrastructure in their towns or cities um, or states. And so the Federal Reserve, not the Federal Reserve, the federal government, excuse me, is going to provide up to $350 billion in assistance for that. Finally, number 10, a reprieve for failing pension. So the rescue package sets aside, this is probably some pretty good news for retire, retirees and people that are dependent on those pension plans. So the rescue package sets aside $86 billion to assist with approximately 185 multi-employer union pension plans facing financial collapse. So Congress, it looks like Congress's intent was to guarantee full funding of pensions in critical and declining status. And it looks like there's a, a note here that that's plans in danger of running out of money by 2025. So for 185 employer union pensions uh, that are in danger of running out of money by 2025, those are going to get $86 billion in assets to assist, and that will help strengthen those balance sheets so that the retiree recipients can continue to receive their retirement payments. There's another pie chart here I just want to go over quickly. 
This is the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan. This is the breakdown in billions of dollars. So I'm just going to kind of walk around this pie chart and just kind of tell you how all this $1.9 trillion is being spent. There's $123 billion being spent on COVID-19 mitigation. There's $16 billion getting uh, spent towards agriculture. $350 $350 billion towards state, local, and tribal governments, $105 billion towards healthcare, $176 billion towards education, $59 billion towards small business relief, $410 billion towards stimulus payments, $143 billion towards uh, the expansion of child tax credits, $56 billion in public transit aid, $25 billion in restaurant bar loss grants. $246 billion in extended unemployment aid, and then there's $194 billion that is allocated to other. So I think that a lot of people don't really understand exactly what this $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan Act covers and what it's paying for. So I think this is a great way to really kind of get the layers of the onion peeled back and see what exactly this money is going to, how it's going to be used. You know, the flip side of this is, We've done a lot of stimulus packages. We've done this $1.9 trillion. There was $2 trillion done uh, under the CARES Act. There was more done back in the fall. There has been a lot of stimulus to help really try to prevent this economy from grinding to a halt. And the economy did grind to a halt in a lot of places. But I think the American Americans did a really good job of, of pivot, p- pivoting, being resilient, getting their mindset right and fighting through this. And I think that's what allowed us to get out of this thing so quickly. Also with the stimulus, let's not downplay that. You know, it's it's more than $4 trillion and, and it escapes me what was done in the fall. But if I just look at March of last year, the CARES Act, and then this American Rescue Plan, that's $4 trillion right there. That goes a long way to help dig us out of, of that recession and that economy. So I do expect rates are going to go up. The uh, Biden administration has already talked and been open about, you know, potentially raising taxes, lowering the estate planning or estate tax threshold. So, you know, it's currently around $22 million that is exempt um, before you start paying taxes on any estate taxes. It looks like it's probably going to get lowered back down maybe to three and a half million per person or seven million per couple. It's still kind of up in the air. There's talks about getting rid of the stepped up cost basis, raising corporate tax rates. So you got a lot of things that are, are probably going to raise taxes on a lot of people to help pay for all the stimulus. So I don't want to spend a lot of time today talking about all the, the tax changes that are going to be potential. I really wanted to spend some time on just what this American Rescue Plan was, what it was designed to do the impacts and the the places that it's going to benefit. And and I think there's a lot of things in here that even I didn't, didn't even realize, you know, specifically kind of that safe in your home that talks about renters and people that can't make their mortgage payments are going to have some benefits. So I think there's, I think there's some good in here, but it's not going to come without a cost down the road. So as always, this is not specific legal investment or tax advice. You, You need to consult your professionals to help you. If you don't have a professional and you want someone to help guide you, 
then reach out to me at info at paradigm WP. That's info at P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M-W-P.com. And I'd be happy to set up a time and we can we can discuss if we are a good fit for you. I also am working on some really exciting news. I am launching a new website and hope to have that up over the next couple of weeks. And so as we get closer, I'll give you some more information, but uh, I, I'm really, really excited for what's coming out there. And I think that it's going to be able to provide a lot of valuable information to people. So stay on the lookout, stay tuned for, for that information. Again, you'll be able to find this PDF in the show notes. So it will be there for you to go back reference. It's a quick two pages. You can print it off. You can save it. You can bookmark it, whatever you need to do, or even just kind of cursorily glance and look through it. I think it's, uh, I think it's good, good information. Thank you all for tuning in your time today. I really appreciate it. As always, go out and create the life you love. Have a great weekend, everybody. Thank you for joining us on What the Wealth. For more information, get in touch with Jonathan at whatthewealth.com. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any information that can help you create the life you love. podcast is educational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Paradigm Wealth Partners, a registered investment advisor and separate entity from LPL Financial. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific tax issues with a qualified tax advisor.